Most of you have no foundation at all. Now, the trouble's with your attitude. Hold on, that was a funny joke. <laughs> I'm gonna throw that that keyboard against the against the wall. <laughs> Shut up and sit down. Last time on the show. Russ, don't laugh at this. This is serious money-making stuff. As you spray your enemies with a false sense of security, as a crunchy bunch of bullets leaves a kung pao blow. Who approved this? Who said? Who thought this was a good idea? Oh my god! I didn't even want you to finish. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we are uh, good jam, Dan. We are here. Wow. Welcome to Critical Mass Season D. Season D. Because we are, you know, we like to not make any sense of our season numbering because that's the explanation. Yeah. It's arbitrary. It's not the first time we've gone with a letter instead of a number. And um, we'll rock. I mean, our listeners already know, but if you're new to the show, we're going to call this Season D because we're part of the DFAT Entertainment Network. That's right. So this is our first. This will be our first full season um, with uh, the DFAT family. Uh, last season, you know, I would say about midway through the season, we moved on to the new platform. So you know, it just didn't feel right to call it season D at that point. You know, we were already the D deep into that season, if you will, right. and we didn't want to, you know, really go nuts. So you know, we we already got we got Bob here. Hell yeah! Thanks, Bob. Um, <laughs> I, I, I sent out on a few different Facebook messages, um, that the funniest comments or questions during the live feed will get a free gift basket. What does the gift basket entail? Who knows? Could be, I don't, Easter could, be could be, could be sex toys, could be rusty nails. It's a mystery. It's like a mystery box. Could it be the basket in itself? Could be. Okay. See now, Adam, our guest, by the way, everybody, uh yay applause this is where the applause effect would go in and it feels weird that it's not there uh, yeah we'll just keep moving on uh adam who hasn't been on the show since maybe season two or even one 2018 um, i think you know that he was on our one year year anniversary anniversary. yeah so it had to be like season four that was a um, mess. The one year anniversary. Oh, that it was, was awesome. That was amazing. A lot of champagne was drank and oh god, on a Sunday morning. Yeah, you know what. You know what also happened is I broke your little smoking device. Your little, yes, you did. Your vaporizer. and um, Yes, you did. And your life has never been the same. <laughs> it's been it's been better. You know, it's been it's been right. better. So uh, well, what's so yeah. great about Adam? Se- his he- sense of denial has improved drastically. <laughs> right. Right. Obviously. No, uh, Adam, uh, Adam's yeah. here for a few reasons. Number one, um, I mean, the guy's designed two logos for us. He is an incredibly, incredibly gifted artist. Um, both, uh, I'm sorry, what? No, you're not. You're not a gifted artist. No, well, you're very, you're a very gifted artist. In if my I got opinion. a gift basket, perhaps. Yeah, artistry in it. It would be gift head. 
sure <laughs> sure um but not only that but he's a musician and he had an album that just dropped <laughs> if i'm correct yeah um and i believe it's what number three on the billboard charts right now uh yes three on the three on the bottom of the billboard charts chart that is it's not quite the least um obscure it's <laughs> to a Two behind that one, or two ahead of that one, or enough yeah. with the sad stats. But yeah. we're, <laughs> we're we're excited to to have you here uh, tonight. So thank you. And yeah. uh, I've had, those of, oh, go ahead. Yeah, good, no, no, go ahead. I just say now up my game because last night I saw you guys had stuff behind you, and I had to print these out at work today. <laughs> this one's an homage to Rocco here. Simulated Funko Hold Pop on. collection. Hold on. Yeah, give us a rundown of what's oh, fighting. Hey, um, it was just as fighting. <laughs> of course, we have bands. Yeah, fighting is cool. Um, the Funko Pop collection, yes, ladies yes. and sports. Gotta have sports because Dan. So yeah, for Dan, you get you have the best background I've ever had. Dan, Dan's background is just sadness. Winning, yeah, winning, winning. Oh. as. I don't. I don't know if a, if anyone's ever sent a text message in the time that it's been the Cowboys have been to the playoffs. <laughs> oh no! No, I don't, know if, I don't know. Don't if go down that road. Don't go down that road, you fucking dick. You know that the Cowboys have won a playoff game, you asshole. Now, uh, thirty since years since they've, since they've been to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Sure. Okay. There's sure. kids that can vote now that that haven't seen a Cowboys Super Bowl. I get it. But yeah. a playoff game, don't go there. Okay, oh don't don't gosh. talk out of your ass. This is a factual podcast. Yeah, oh yeah, one hundred percent all the time. Um, <laughs> Critical speaking, facts. But exactly. wait, listen, listen, listen. What? Listen. What, Dan? A God. to the A to the damn. C, senor, is here. Yes, because he not only has he he had an album drop, but he's going to be playing for us some music live mm. tonight. Yes. yes. On the so, show. After our Wish first Wish it had like break. a guitar noodles queued up like meow, 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 meow. <laughs> Maybe we'll find I'm just I'm I'll just excited. We got to I got to listen to you play a little in the green room and uh <laughs> you just you sounded great. So I'm excited. Oh, right, the green to, room, okay. Yeah, exactly. That was a to, real thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, I was really excited. I'm really excited about uh, about you doing this. So that'll be awesome. Um, but I think, uh, Dan, we can we should start with our usual um, current events here. Yeah, well, um, uh, we would start with that, but there's nothing happening. Nothing, nothing happened in no. the last 24 hours. Um, and really, the news cycle is dead. So, you know, Biden's Biden's in the in the Oval Office and everything's fine. So I'm going to go. Yeah, that's that's got to be exactly it. Um, but I think, <laughs> bye bye. No, I think uh, the thing that's I think in every every mind and heart of every American is what just happened uh, with the Chauvin trial. Chauvin, Chauvin. I don't know. I don't really care about his name. Sure, um, sure. It's like sure, sure, Chauvin. It's Chauvin. like gonna Chauvin. get sh freaking beaten up in Someone's prison. Gonna probably. Be shoving up his like ass. It's just it. Yeah. Let so, naturally. So you know, we talk we talk a lot about this stuff on on our show, and you know, we always say, mm -hmm. you know, what we're white guys. Like, what do we even know? You know, we can be as sympathetic and empathetic, but it's hard when we've never had that experience. These experiences. The best we can do as white people is to tell other white people not to be racist. That's all. 
Yeah. And and actively that's... fight against it. And actively oh, fight against yeah, it when yeah. we can. Yeah. Um and that's I mean I I'd say that's a strong part of our show not that we're at the forefront but we should be. No. Yeah, that, um, that matches the the punching up theory that we've had Adam and and you don't punch down, you punch up mm-hmm. and and who else is up than other white men, but older white men. Mm. You know, so that's that's what we do. Can I it's tell you true. can I tell you a fun story? A fun little interaction I had a few weeks ago. Please uh, do. Yeah, I'm just gonna it, it relates. It relates. Okay. Um, so this guy I work with, we were talking about this hotel he stayed at, and I was like, "Yeah, it never looked like a great hotel. It's just in town." And he's like, "Yeah, we were there for a, after a, a wedding. We stayed there, and uh, and you know, we were the only white people there." And I was like, "Okay." And where's this going? And he was like, "He's like, oh, it's a good thing the Black Lives Matter thing wasn't happening. Then who knows what could have happened?" And I had to be like. I'll hold withhold his name. I'm like, listen, man, I don't think that Black Lives Matter is against white people. It's against racist white people, mm-hmm. if anything. It's yeah. racism. And he was just like, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, that that's Pennsylvania. That's this portion of Pennsylvania for you. Yeah, it's, you sent you sent me his name earlier. His name is Nick Stevens, and his social security number <laughs> Whoa. is six two one nine. You guys ever do you ever do you ever do a Nick fun a fun game I like to call follow that racist? And <laughs> And that's where you get into an interaction much like Adams and you just uh-huh. kind of like, where is this going to go? Right. How, well, like, the worst thing is like, he's a really good guy, but ignorant. I mean, that's, I see a lot of that around here. Mm. Uh, Bob commented so. here, uh, Trump country in PA. So, yeah. I mean, it's sections. For it's sure. everywhere. That's the crazy thing about Trump yeah. country. It's not true. a particular region. It's everywhere. <sighs> it's, it's true. And it's, well, scary. he got the election robbed from him. So, you know, Oh yeah, because that's that's what happened. But um, let's talk about let's talk about the verdict. Let's circle back around. I mean, he was guilty on all counts, right? And and you know, I'm I'm going through Facebook and I'm just seeing all these people like, oh, small wins, and you know, justice served, and you know, and I'm thinking to myself like, it's it just felt like I don't even know how to like diminishes diminishes the whole thing. So I posted something very vague. Just this isn't justice. Sh- Chauvin gets a meal tonight, and Floyd's still dead. So, like, yeah. y- you know, it's a is it a step in the right direction? Sure, of course it is. But you know, when we sit there in our, in our privilege and like, oh, well, we got to celebrate those little wins. Like, we don't know how this feels. Mm-hmm. We don't. We well, don't know. We don't know the mix of emotions. We we don't know that. So I just feel like it's so white. <laughs> but it feels just, like the best you can say, just, just a little human wins. level. It's like if this happened to one of your friends just because of their skin color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess you'd have upset. some input, but you'd be, you know, be pissed. Well, you, you mentioned that 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 George Floyd is still dead. Um, and it's countless others that are still dead, too. And I can't even sure, keep up. Sure. Honestly, the news cycle is crazy. It's coming out with these dead black kids constantly. I cannot keep up. I there needs to be an app. We should develop an app for who's next. And it literally just lists the next a dead black person that was killed it's, by police. Because I can I'm serious. I cannot keep up. Literally. It, the news cycle is like, oh, here's so another sad. one. Here's another one. Here's another one. Did you one. see the body cam footage on the 16-year-old girl? I don't even know what you're talking about. So that's that how sad. Ha- like yeah. I'm serious. I don't know. I cannot keep up. That it just happened. An officer showed up on the scene. I mean, his full body cam shows up on the scene. There's a bunch of folks 
yelling and screaming at each other. You know, it looks like uh, kind of a brouhaha is about to break out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think someone brandished a knife and he just pulled out his weapon and literally just started firing. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And that's a 16 year old that's dead now. But he's a good guy with a gun. Well, and that's and that's, you know, that's the thing is there's no easy answer to this other than, you know, making the necessary changes that we're not making. Right. Right. And, and you know, we talk about the verdict being guilty for all three charges and which is a great thing, uh, you know, but the, they're still sentencing here. Um, will he go to jail for the rest of his life? Hopefully. But he may not. The judge may not actually sentence him for his entire life. He may, dude, he may not. He may get, I mean, well, they said the maximum was 75 years. Right. Um, which so he is, has to live till 100 and something, and maybe he'll get out. If maybe. He get the maximum. But if he gets the maximum, yeah. So, I mean, we'll see what happens during sentencing. Um, but I think I read this online, and it said that even before the trial, even before the trial, that was not like the system is broken. You can see how broken the system is because the entire world watched the video of a man being murdered and he still had to go through a year to get to trial, to get to all of this. Mm -hmm. Like the hearing should have been pretty open and shut. Here's a video of you murdering someone. Yeah. Let me take a, let me take a, a, a stance here real quick and make something real clear. And it may come off as anti-BLM or anti, you know, black in general. Or, Dan, or, or please, please be. But, but I want everybody to hear me very, very clearly, and I'll be very careful. The justice system in this country is unique and special because it should not jump to conclusions. A lot of us are saying, well, this should have been an open and shut case. It's pretty clear. It's, there's video of him literally kneeling on a person's neck. Most most people would say that that's pretty obvious, but the justice system yes. in this country is supposed to work out in favor of the person who's standing trial, and they're supposed to get a fair trial. And so the evidence should be overwhelming. It should be obvious. It should be. There should be no evidence. There should be no trace of doubt is what I mean. <clears throat> so uh, someone should be presumed innocent until... They are found 100% unequivocally, unequivocally guilty. The irony, though, of me saying that is that that is not afforded to 99% of all African-Americans that do stand trial in this country. Sure. I mean, okay. So, yeah, I mean, there's two different. It's just, Dan, it goes back to there's two different justice systems. Right. Right. That's that's what there's two different justice systems. Yeah. And and I don't care. I don't care who you are. Um, I'll give you an example. Last night, I'm leaving LJ's place, leaving real late. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I'm I'm leaving, and a police officer approaches me. No joke, right right off his street, okay. and I'm like, okay. And he's like, hey, do you hear a car alarm going off in the neighborhood? And I'm like, no. He's like, well, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, uh, I was just at my friend. I'm like, I'm just at my friend's house. I'm leaving. Oh, okay. So you sure you didn't hear a car alarm? I'm like, no, I didn't hear anything. All right. Have a great night. And I remember being angry about how inconvenienced I was. And it was none of his damn business 
what it was. I'm that angry I'm... at being inconvenienced by this story. <laughs> <laughs> You're a funny guy. No, uh, Dan, the, did the... you hear it? Did you hear a story about a car alarm going off? I you know what I thought I did, sir, but I gotta go. What are you up to tonight? Anyway, um, with that being said, I I walked away from that situation unharmed, and it was you know uh, uh, what I'm saying is maybe if I wasn't white, that wouldn't have gone that way. That's the right. point I'm trying to make, and that's just from what we're reading every day, what we're hearing every day, yeah. and I had my smartphone in my hand. And, you know, folks have gotten a mistaken for that to be a gun, to be a weapon, and then they are shot to death. Yeah. But for me, it was just a smartphone. It was definitely a smartphone, right? Yeah. That's the point I'm trying to make. That's it. Like, you know, people keep saying white privilege. I've never been privileged. I had to work for everything I had. It's not what we're talking about, dude. Yeah. Like we're talking about what just happened there. Yeah, and they don't see they don't see the privilege as it happens. They don't see it when it happens to them because they think that it's normal. That's everyday life. Exactly. And that's when I keep saying two justice systems. Like I I didn't even think twice that I had something in my hand that could have been misconstrued as a weapon. Right. Like that's the privilege. Yeah. What are people not that's understanding? Not you have to think about every time you walk out of the house. Exactly. I don't have to th I don't know what that's like. <laughs> I don't know what that's like, and I'm never going to know what that's like. So for me to even be able to say, oh, I understand. I know how you feel. That's patronizing to me. That's freaking patronizing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I can't I no. can't tell you how that feels. I can't tell you I understand that. So, again, white privilege isn't you were handed things in life because you're white. It's because a, a cell phone in your hand doesn't get mistaken for a gun as a gut reaction. That's... That's part of that. That's part and parcel of that whole thing. Is that a gun in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? Said Dan, that. I'm always happy to see you, buddy. I'm always happy to see you. But anyway, Dan, what do you, what do you think? What, so, <laughs> I, I think I think hearing that that um, the verdict being read by the judge, um, which, by the way, I didn't like his cadence. Uh, he was just very straightforward. I wanted him to pause. Yeah, uh, sorry, Jason. Here, I uh, I thought that too for a moment. Like as I was driving away, it was someone's probably like their panic alarm. Um, but the, anyway, Dan, the, go on. the verdict. I remember where I was. It was very clear. <laughs> of course, it was just a day ago. But uh, I think I'll probably remember where I was for quite some time. Um, it was. It's a big deal. It, it didn't mm. grip the nation the way that the OJ trial gripped the nation. And yeah. but I think it the the weight of this case grips the nation even more. Sure. Um, so, you know, him reading the verdict very, very just quickly, um, guilty on this charge, guilty on that charge, guilty on that charge. I knew that by the third charge, which was manslaughter, that if they had already got him for the first two murder charges, they were going to get him on the manslaughter. Um, Cause that was an easy one to prove. Cause it, it was just basically being reckless. Um, sure. The manslaughter charge. Um, mm -hmm. the first two murder charges, and I believe the second one uh, was the real serious one. Was basically you intended to harm somebody uh, by not paying attention or something like that. And, and and you know we got we got the verdict we all wanted. Okay, um, but there's a, there's you know forty nine percent of America that probably disagrees. 
Well, yes, and the the issue that I take with that is you have the the defense parading out his arrest record, and the and the defense parading out his drug use. So, what does that matter? He was in custody. Well, the the entire defense, you know, their game plan was to show that he died of something else other than being strangled. They even used the exhaust as uh, from the car that he was near as as a possible reason for death. That's so acid. Well, then Schoen must have. He would have been too. Yeah, he was near the exhaust. Mm -hmm. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but when you're on drugs and you have a heart condition, oh. You know that's going to lead to a heart attack. I mean, that's their whole point is that he had a heart attack, and and it's just it's coincidental, you know. And it's circumstantial. So what if your grandpa, your white grandpa, had a few beers mm-hmm. and he fell over, and the cop was like, "Hold on, I got to cuff you," and you're nearing exhaust, and he dies, right? Yeah. Well, okay. I heart condition. Oh, whatever. Right. Look. Uh, that's why the prosecution said, look at the evidence. Look at this videotape. What you're thinking is what the truth is. Go with your gut on this. Go with your heart. Mm-hmm. You know, and because well, it just speaks volumes. Dude, the, uh, the video is very difficult to watch, and I've only been able to ever get through like it a one. second of it. Yeah, it's like just it's just it's so vile. It's mm-hmm. so vile to me. And it, it, I just remember seeing the look in his eyes. Just, yeah. 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 And he just like he he obviously the guy was in cuffs. He wasn't fighting him. There wasn't he was already in custody. So the knee on the neck is never going to make sense. And no matter what you're going to say, what you're going to tell me on the other side of that, you're always going to be wrong. And people say, well, well, I'm not allowed to have an opinion. You are. We can argue about pizza toppings. We can (laughs) we can argue about Green Bay being the best team ever. We can argue that Dan is very ugly, mm-hmm. but we cannot mm-hmm. argue on what is a simple fact of he murdered him. He was murdered. That was and and it's right. happening over and over and over and over and over again, and it keeps right. happening. You can, what I you take can offense have, to, you can have an argument on pizza toppings about what like which ones you like, which ones you think are good, but you can't have an argument on whether or not the fact that it is a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> You know okay. what I mean? Like subjective versus objective. Right. Fair. Um, I that- do take offense though to something that was said a moment ago is the fact that we can argue that Dan's ugly, but a lot of people when we were younger confused Dan and I when we worked the Y together. Mm-hmm. Quite a bit. So uh, I take that. I'm definitely on the non-ugly side of things. Yeah. Well, for Dan. You know, this okay. this, yeah. this this hairy even this hairy it. troll figure here is calling us ugly. <laughs> He's putting it up for debate, right? I right. I guess you got two against one, brother. Fair enough. Fair and enough. and Bob made a a good you know police brutality in the blue curtain, and uh, I mean yeah, it, it's 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 tough because I don't I genuinely don't feel that police officers join the police force because they want to kill people and be bad people like. I genuinely don't. I, I believe that there is a sect of white supremacists that join the police department to kill people of color. Yes, I believe that. But I also believe that there are a lot of police officers that join because they want to help the community. Of course. Right. And so of much course. pressure. So much but pressure. then you've got years of conditioning 
You've got years of seeing bad things. Plus you've got years, years of people of, being conditioned to be against you. But uh, yes, but the point that mm. my point is is that doesn't excuse any of it. What I'm saying is is the institution itself needs to be turned inside out. Burn it down and rebuild it is my point. I'm not saying take pity on these men that have committed atrocities because things got tough. No, fuck them. They should go to prison. That's not my point. My point is is let's let's gut the system and rebuild it. Yeah. completely That's, rebuild it look i think we need a little bit of humility here we can say that being on the outside and it's so much easier said than done there's so many anything facets, though anything there's so many facets of policing that we we know nothing about we're just talking about from our perspective the optics of people that walk around with guns in their hand we think ought to be better trained the amount of people that are dying while in police custody <laughs> here you go vasta for commissioner the, the amount of people dying in police custody is inexcusable and it needs to change and we're all going to have yeah. disagreements on on how to accomplish that goal sure you all at least agree that something should change then that's our starting point you know i'd like to change the attitude of this authoritative figure where you know the police officer thinks that it's their way or the highway in my opinion if you're getting taxpayer money your job is to serve and protect not yes. literally act as if you're a military officer and take down anybody that you see physically yes. or with a gun so you know this this sort of like they come into the situation and they feel like they own the situation and i don't think that should be the case i really don't well, no but not only that dan it's the it's and we've talked about we've used this term before cop worship like they are civil servants. There are people that have shrines to them in their front yards. That right. is so weird. It's so weird. Okay. I, I have a shrine to Funkos and Star Wars behind me, but that's fictional. That's not weird at all. That's mm. fictional. Oh, no, it's very weird. Little pussy magnet. <laughs> well, okay. So I think a good question just popped up. And I honestly believe this is blowing it up better than evolving it. Right. I, I'd actually have to agree with what the question sort of is actually That's saying. A, no, I think it's a very I, good I, question. I do think evolution is more important here than, than blowing it up from the inside out. Right. Outside in. that, that's my point, that we all disagree on how to accomplish the goal, but we're going to have to have conversations about that. You know Some of I mean? the fundamental pillars are something that, you know, it was created for a reason and those need to stay there. Right, right. Well, Yes, but then we go back to <laughs> this is for you, Dad, uh, from Bob. <laughs> as, it, as it should be, as it should be. Uh, yes, no. Um, I, I, I think that's ve a very good question again. And sure, I mean, I can digress and say that even evolving it would be much better. But what would that look like? You know, things like um, maybe police aren't the first ones called to everything. Like if there's a real mental health crisis, maybe there's a whole mental health unit that goes out and handles that. Um, maybe if, if someone's going to commit suicide or, or uh, there's a slew of different things that could, you know, domestic abuse, instead of sending a police officer, send a caseworker first. Sure. If things get violent, then you're going to want to call a police officer. But the fact that they're always first on the scene and they're expected to wear so many hats, if you have someone that maybe is already mentally unstable, that is wearing 17 different hats, and then they're carrying a gun. Going to someone mentally unstable, it's an echo chamber. It's yeah. just an echo chamber. Yes, sure. yes. 
and no, I'm I, not I, backtracking. I, I, I am I, not backtracking. I resent I, that. I saw something recently where the, I, I think it was about Australia, and so it was an anecdote that someone was saying that you know the the officer said, "Well, where are you from?" And they said, "From Australia." And the the American officer said to the person, "Well." I don't like Australia because I guess the cops there don't have guns. And they're like, yeah, they don't. And so the officer says, well, how do they shoot anybody? And the <laughs> right. They they don't. <laughs> and yet and yet society continues on. Everybody lives somehow. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Zabzaroos. Zabzaroos up in Australia. But like, again, it goes back to this worship, these people with these flags and these, you know, uh, we back the blue in this house like it, they're a public servant. Should I go to the clerk who gave me my my marriage license? Should I like make a shrine to them in front of my house? You know, what about the janitor at the at the town hall who's also a civil servant? Should I have a flag for him in front of my house? Yes. Like it's brown lives matter. <laughs> But what I'm saying is it's just it's it's so weird. And then I was having a really good conversation with a mutual friend of ours, Al. Um, you know, Al, he was on our show to talk about unions. Yes. And um, he said that um, he, he was doing some reading and, and talking to a few people that really, really concern him in his neighborhood. And um, they are utilizing um, Blue Lives Matter flags. So flags with the thin blue stripe at the at the beginning of subdivisions to indicate that people of color are not welcome here. Right. That that's oh, actually, that's like actually better flag. Yes. It's beginning to be adopted that way. Now, again, okay, I think then. that's yeah. something that's something that we should monitor. I, I mean, listen, I, I'm not going to sit there and point at every person and say, you've got a blue lives matter flag. So you're, you're a racist. Most likely they are, but, I, it's it's not going to be every time. It's not going to be every time. That would be a fallacy to say that it would just be every time. But if this is what's starting to happen, like people need to open their eyes to that and realize that that is a very big problem. If there is truth to that, and we need to yeah. find out. We need to know if there's if there is really truth to that. We need yeah, to know. What do these people are, do? What do these people do if uh, they have to call the police and there's a couple, a team of black cops that show up? What are they going to do? I, that's a great question. We don't, have, we don't have the answers. Yeah. Uh, have you heard about the issue at Greece Odyssey School? There was a uh, no. receptionist there, and maybe one of our friends, T Race, uh, could could hop on and a uh, answer this question for us. But I believe the receptionist or someone in one of the administrative areas uh, had a um, thin blue line flag hanging up, and uh, Greece made him take it down the school or or the board whomever made them remove it and they're upset because i guess somewhere else in the school or at least on the property there's a blm flag or banner somewhere and and so if they're not allowed to fly theirs for political reasons why is the blm uh, allowed to exist and hey, and my, hey. my first response is well well first of all blue lives aren't a thing okay T, blue, blue tell is an me option. Yeah, more in blue yeah, T, tell me if way. I can post that. Give Unless me a thumbs the, up if I can post that, T. Around your neck. You, the umbilical cord around your neck. You might come out blue. She replied, and I just wanna, okay, I want to make she sure. Is she, yes. <laughs> I, I will put up your. Give me a. Okay. She just said go for it. So 
uh, that. Uh, yeah, there it is. The security officer. Hello, T Race. BLM signs are up, but the, this person got in trouble for having a, a thin blue line uh, flag up. And and my first response is, yeah, that kind of I, I get it. If you're on that side of the aisle and you see that you can't display your political flag, why is there the other one being being allowed to be displayed on school property? And my again, my first response is, well, first of all, black lives are a thing. Whether you yes, they're real. Yeah, blue lives are not a thing. It's a it's an occupation. Now, if you want to change the flag so that it says blue occupations matter, well, then I guess we can have another discussion about it. But it doesn't say that. It says blue lives matter, so therefore it isn't factual. And be gone with ye. Well, it's not it's not just that, but it, it's also taken as threatening to a whole subsect of folks. And the Black Lives Matter flag is is a threat that the other folks have made up in their minds the because the entire world revolves around them. So well, they see a sign that says Black they see the sign that says Black Lives Matter maybe. and they say, "Oh, well then my life doesn't matter." And it's like it's not okay. even about you. Yeah. Like literally no one's talking about no, 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 you. No, we agree. But you know, some Damn. people were trying to eat dinner yeah, downtown last summer and the Black Lives matter came and, and nestled, you know rustled up their dinner and it was sad and scary this is a good point by bob here opinions are needed in schools it gets in the way of them teaching their version of the story yeah <laughs> oh sorry he's aren't needed in, in schools <laughs> yeah well yeah. i mean yeah that and that's the scary well, we, part we had a history teacher on our show as a for the finale of last season and so that was yeah. a good indication of, of where we stand you know there are facts in history and some facts can be ignored if you want to skew it. But at the end of the day, you know, I, I, that's why I have a hard time with this because yes, I, I agree. Black lives are a thing. Blue lives are technically not that it's an occupation, not. but not. those people who are in that occupation, their lives are at risk. And that's where right. their constituents, right. if you will, their side is coming from. That Their right. lives are at risk. They're, they wake up every morning and say goodbye to their kids, and they might not see them again. Okay, we get it. Sacrifices okay. yeah. being made. I guess. I mean, choose another job. Like Precisely. Oh, and, yeah. and, and it's not that, okay, if a cop dies, and it's no big deal because they chose that job. No, no. That's, no that's not, that's not true. Any police officer dying in the line of duty is an absolute tragedy, okay? And that's very, very sad. And I wish it would never happen, to be honest with you. But if it, with a gun to my head, for lack of a better term, you know, the issue right now is that more and more innocent black people are being killed while in police custody. Yes, that's the big that's the big portion there. Or just by quote unquote by a mistake, you know, right. the one who didn't know the taser from her gun, like the weight. And then someone said, well, you, they made a mistake. Like, I, don't listen, you make don't you make listen, a mistake at work? So I, I, I say if I make a mistake at work. It's not a life okay. or death. Yeah. Right. Right. And so nobody dies. But that's the point. And I, I actually am willing to believe that she did make a mistake. You can see immediately after it happens that even other bystanders are very clear on this. She was horribly remorseful and, and fearful that she had made a huge mistake. I she did, did quit. She did quit. Right. Immediately. But here's the thing. That's that's part of the of the Black Lives Matter movement as well as this whole defund or restructuring of the police is about the idea that like you're handling these situations wrong. We've got to start from scratch. We have to go back to the drawing board here. People aren't willing to take responsibility for their mistakes. In the case you just talked about, clearly she was. Right. Sure. But still, um, a man was uh, shot to death. 
and uh, over a mistake and it's just it's just like we hold these police officers in such high regard that i kind of hold her to that regard too that you should have really known the difference because this man is dead and i don't care that you made a mistake because your mistakes are very very costly um you know i know she turned herself in um i i'm glad that she had the wherewithal to do that i give her that but that's about it that's, but I mean, a, that's about it. For context here, let's take a look at this. Is someone officer. doing dishes? Is someone doing the dishes? What is that? In my sound? place? Yeah. There's this vent that goes outside, and sometimes when it's really windy, there's like a flap over the vent, and it comes it's all the way through to my kitchen. Adam's place. I just, so if it's irritating. I just picture someone's doing what, dishes, and on, like, you're like you're in the kitchen. <laughs> hey, honey, could you grab me another beer? <laughs> um, right? No, no back to the day. Back to what I was saying, context is important here. So we look at this female officer who made a mistake. Let's all, for the sake of argument, say that she did make a mistake. Okay, and and now compare that to the officer with Brianna Taylor, who was so angry that his partner had been shot in the leg that he runs out in front of the uh, apartment complex and starts spraying bullets through the drywall and front windows of everybody else's apartment, nearly hitting another family. Yeah. Well, he's still a police officer, if I'm correct. No, I I believe. Well, I don't know actually, but he's definitely but, not in jail because they have not no. and not at all done anything for Brianna Taylor. Up, he never said he was sorry. You know what I mean? Like, just look at these two in, in the all dichotomy right. here. And one thing I got to say too is that you know we're throwing out these hypotheticals here, right? I mean, on top of everything that we're speaking about this happening, I think to myself. You know, you're talking about innocent houses, households, apartments. Um, listen, I have family who not only do I have family who is not just white, but also, you know, I have family who are neighborhoods where, you know, if they're white or whatever, I have family who if something happened in the neighborhood and someone started spraying bullets, they could get hurt. Right. And I'm just <laughs> speaking to the people who don't understand that skin color is a uh, there's a construct involved with you know judging skin color. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, what if one of your family members, if you're a white person, doesn't understand this and has lily white skin? What if one of your family members lived in that neighborhood? You can say you moved to a better neighborhood. It's like, what if there's one family that caused this whole ruckus? Some guy gets mad, starts spraying bullets. You know, you have little dead kids who happen to also be the same color as you, maybe related to you. You know, it's just. Do you understand the gravity of that? Right. You know, it could happen. It could happen anywhere. It could happen to anybody. And, yeah. and people are drawing a color line and making it very political. And it's like, these are, these are people. These are, yeah, yeah these, I mean, exactly, it sounds the end so of the simple, day. right? No. Uh, and it, that's the sad part is at the end of the day, it's people and people are being, are being murdered and yeah. at yeah. the hands of yeah. those that are supposed to serve and protect. Um, so, I mean, yeah, uh, let's, let's go take a break. Um, and when we come back, we're going to hear the soft, soothing tones of a little bit of ASMR a to the dam is going to play. Uh, we're going to have a little mini concert here for his okay. new album. Yes. Um, and uh, the last thing I just really wanted to say before we Rock jump like off, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Before we go, I just want to say, you know, again, like we always say, we're just we're just trying to make sense of all of this because we want America to be everything that it was promised to be. 
and we love our country and feel that it has a lot of promise. We're just waiting for that promise to be kept and not just for us, but for literally every single person here, whether you're trying to get here as an immigrant or whether you're trying to just make it in life while you're here. Um, we just want our country to, to be that for, for All everyone. Right. All right. You communists get on with it. I know. All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll be right back. Uh, so just stare at our weird backgrounds while we all go to the bathroom. Do you miss hanging out at bars with a friend? Cream, cream ale. Do you miss those two friends of yours that would always end up drinking too much, leading to discussions about political philosophy? If so, then we have a podcast for you. When they nuked the Capitol, you know, that was bad. I'm Aaron. And I'm Jake. Join us at the tavern for a pint, a few laughs, and some nonsensical discussions. I will say neither of us are constitutional lawyers. <laughs> a political podcast for the unencumbered political mind. Search for the Bull and Moose Tavern on your favorite podcast streaming service today. So we are back. We're all back here. Um, we're really excited. So Adam has just dropped his new album. He's going to tell us a lot more about I it. I still put shoes on though, so I'm fine. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, he's going to tell us all about it after uh, he plays us some songs off the album. Adam, take it away. Excuse me if I forget the lyrics. I'll do my best. You are excused. <sighs> Fuck. I give up. I wasn't hating you one right through year two. And then she started taking up a Dixie lip stuck to a bottle of booze. Caution, warning, a cover wasn't plain to see. A dangerous, hazardous, toxic main squeeze. The intervening held a little meeting for, for a temporary while. Back on the stuff she said we didn't do enough to stop her health and go the extra mile. Caution. Warning, a comma wasn't plain to see. A dangerous, hazardous, toxic main squeeze. Tossing, turning, fighting with you while I'm trying to sleep. I'm blaring Fleetwood back to 3 a.m. and morning over losing little teeth. Warning, a comma took so long to leave. A dangerous, hazardous, toxic x main squeeze. So if your sweetie sounds like there's graffiti in a brain that they just can't construe. Just do your best and if they chew the booze over there, you think you'd always say I do. Hey, Adam, when do you start? I want to be able to listen. Yay, thanks, Adam. Thanks. You're Adam, fantastic. Adam, I remember yes, uh, a decade ago, literally 10 years ago, you came over to my apartment and you said, you said, Dan, I need you to scream into this microphone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And little, I hadn't I lived in an apartment for a while, so I realized that it was probably a little embarrassing or you may have been worried about the neighbors. I don't know. No, I didn't. But yes, that happens. Yes. Now, what album was that on? 
Uh, that was on uh, my second album, Capacity for Kickassity. Ah, um, <laughs> that's such a great name. Can um can you tell everyone tell yeah. everyone where to get that? Where can they find I have no clue. There's some songs that are still on my SoundCloud, which oh I better write it down. See, I do things weird yeah. so that maybe it'll stick in people's memories. <laughs> sure. But this is an this is an old one. Anyways, yeah, Dan. So uh yeah, you remember that and we watched a little comedy afterwards that really uh uh, no, no, I immediately kicked you out of my apartment. Was that at Holyoke, Dan? No. Oh, God. That was you ever, by... Did you ever go there, Rocco? Yeah, that was sad and scary. Oh, it was my a God. sad and scary apartment. Yeah, Honestly, I thought that you were going to murder me and wear my skin the first time I went there. There's, there's no way to have a basement apartment that isn't creepy. It was awful, Dan. It was, it was awful. Yeah. It just smelled like Hot Pockets and sadness. <laughs> you you were actually the only one that helped me move, move into the uh, oh to the place after 105 Pond. Yes, the, the sad the was, the really third floor apartment. It was called an efficiency. It was basically a tiny living room, a kitchen attached to it. Yeah, room and then a bedroom, and that was it. I remember I helped you because the cat had fleas and no one wanted help, and mm. I was like, I'll do it, man. And I helped you, and it was fun, and then you went to open a cabinet and then tried to open the other cabinet, but you couldn't open the bowl at the same time because the kitchen was so small. Yes. And I was like, are you happy here? And you said something like, I'm never happy. Oh, <laughs> like something okay. along those lines. The couch didn't fit. The couch then, didn't fit. First of all, the cat, the cat didn't have fleas for like several weeks. He was clean. The apartment was clean. Everything was fine. He had sure. fleas though, but yes, that's what scared Rob away. He didn't want to come and clean up his bedroom of the old apartment because of that issue. Even yeah, though the exterminator yeah. had been there twice, it was all good to go. But uh, one of the issues was that my leg was still healing. I was in crutches. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> I lived on now a third floor apartment and. None of my friends were willing to help me except for you. On and it was a very hot, hot, like sweaty late August. Oh yeah, August day. My defense, you didn't sweaty. ask me. Okay, that's true, Adam. That's true. There was a restraining oh, order against you, but that's been lifted since. And you know we're not supposed to be talking. Was that was that party that yeah, had the fleas? Started talking about it. Wow, yeah. wow, wow. It was party. He got fleas so, at, at Pondview Heights, party. and I went away on vacation to like. <laughs> Yes, 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 TNB. I, I jumped off of a roof while drinking an entire bottle and a half or, or whatever it was of vodka. There was a so Buffalo cold. Jill it involved. So so cold, Southern yes. Comfort, yeah, Southern Comfort. That's a, that's, How that's did a she classic. know that? That was a classic, classic Crazy, story. Um, so, but but let's let's get to the point. We're here for Adam. That's right. Um, Adam. I'm so, here for you. You have a new you you yes. just you produce some music. Now yes. you told me off the air that this took you three years. Okay. I think you may have assumed a little bit, but that's okay. Uh, I was just saying that uh three years ago when I was on for the first time, I was working on something. <laughs> Dan, Dan almost spit up his drink. Put his hands anyway. up when he landed. Um <laughs> <clears throat> so uh yeah, so this was like that was like the end of an album, and the thing is with that one, I tend to be kind of perfectionist, which is which is like 
like our good friend Peter. Um, mm. And but the thing is, like for me, it's just I don't like. I'm like, this sounds good. This sounds good, but I don't know what a good stopping point is, right? So that one song I remember playing for you that last time was like the last track on that album, which I never really put out. There's, there's tracks. Oh yeah, and if you want to check out some of the music, I'll a little just closer, a little closer to the camera. So not, I'll keep not it too on close. Too close. We'll, we'll, we'll be farther. Okay. okay. Uh, no. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's SoundCloud.com. Slash, slash I E Griega dance party. Oh, it's great! Easy to remember. Fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Super simple. Idiot. I said I Griega. I G R. You don't have to be able to say it. You can keep it there. Don't move it. He's trying to type it in. I got an easier one, but that's for the current thing. So the thing is, this year, um, keep going. Hey, nice. My good pal, my good pal Ed Klingenberger, who was in a band with me for a long time, he's always making music and yeah. he's always trying different stuff and he seems to be getting better, I feel like, over the years, just production-wise. But <clears throat> he always does this kind of like either song a week challenge or something like that. Um, but there's February, February album writing month. You know how there's like novel writing months? Well, this year I decided, well, let me see, I'm single now. Yeah, I think I, I think August is uh, masturbation month, right? Well, exclusively, but you can do it outside of the office. <laughs> okay. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Thought your hands were tied. Yeah. Month. <laughs> but uh so anyway. I so, so, this was good. so Ed motivates you because he, he has these challenges. Yeah, I mean, I just see him do it um a lot. And I was like, this, you know, this year I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I need I just needed to get the creative juices out and i try to do other things i mean my job right now is graphic design ish stuff um a lot of race cars <laughs> i love your race cars man watching oh, thanks, you wrap, man. Wrap, wrap those race cars yeah like if if you get if y'all get a chance you know make sure you're following adam on facebook because he posts these awesome photos of when he wraps race cars and it's just yeah. freaking i don't even like racing uh, so so cool. rocco likes to make fun of me Adam Rock, Rocco likes to make fun of me for having an art degree, but you actually have two art degrees, mm, and yeah. and, you're, and he's doing something with them. That's right, he is. So it's it goddamn is, long it's, enough. It's possible to do something with an art degree, and Adam is a, is a great example of it. That. Only took thirty six years. That's right. Uh, okay, but yeah. So uh, February album album writing month came up. I was like, I'm going to do it, and I thought because you know that way I have a stopping point. I have a deadline. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, I was working on something at the time and it was just getting like, not that I have a problem with things getting kind of flowery or just kind of out there in the weeds. But again, I didn't know to have a good stopping point. So I tried my best for this one um, to keep things down to two and a half minute songs just to be like, keep punk it short, man. And I even had like an Excel. Punk rock, man. Keep it punk rock. Keep it punk. Yeah. And uh, everything I even had like a but the least punk rock things I had like an Excel spreadsheet. So if I had like if I had like a groove like I'm like okay that's a start. But how how fast is that? And then I'd be like, how many measures can I go till it goes right, right under two and a half minutes? Um, I break the rules a little bit. And well, yeah. So uh, that's awesome, dude. Do you have another selection for us this evening? Yes. Uh, also, I should just tape this to this. There you go. Well, yeah. I got it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. That's, this, a new this, one? Is, this, is, this is the February album writing month. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay, we'll get to it. 
yeah, another selection. He has cards. Yes, I would love for you to play another song if you have one uh, queued up for us. Okay. Here, let me just here. I turn this off and now. Oh, that's the I'm, I got it on covers. Yep. Hold on. <laughs> uh, okay. 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 This one is about the hardships of uh, fiduciary or financial uh, hardships. The hardships of financial hardship. Lately, I've been thinking about you and me. How you and I could fall in love so easily. If only I did not owe you so much money. When you do our taxes, my heart flips on its axis and I fall head over heels. I promise you this much, tonight if we go Dutch, I'll cover the next meal. I promise, skimming over ways to nab a few more bucks. Efforts failing, you seem not to give a farthing. I promise that my next gig, I won't call the CEO a pig and get shit canned. After three days, it's just that I can't sugarcoat things. The email I wrote wasn't meant to be sent to the big wigs. Feel free to clap, snap. I've got my lighter. Movies, heat, or internet. I'll place a bet and win you yet down at OTB. Lily, I've been thinking about you and me. How you and I could fall in love so easily. But if you could blow me this month. To ensure they don't shut off a hot electricity. Oh, and there he goes. <laughs> we lost him. There's the electricity is. going out. Okay. Oh, I get it. It's a joke. It's a <laughs> joke. Yeah. Oh, that, wow. that is just so inspiring, Adam. And thank you for that. I, I just wanted, I'm feeling vulnerable. Um, but I, in in anticipation Adam. of I'm out again. In anticipation of this episode of the show, you know. Sure. Um <laughs> you don't have any real friends. <laughs> <Joe Harris left. laughs> yeah. So in anticipation of this episode, talk. I, I wrote a song and it took me three months to write. You're and, awful. Ooh, this is about and, Adam, and you gotta make it about yourself. And, and <laughs> I like I said, I'm feeling vulnerable and I appreciate it if, if if I could get only positive feedback. Yeah, yeah. Constructive go ahead. criticism. Right, right. That would really help me. Okay. Okay. I'll, oh, I'll start take some notes. Hold on. Yeah, go ahead, man. Go ahead. All right, cool. Thanks. Hold on. Uh... <laughs> Okay, that's that's it. Okay, that um, was. Wait, could you play it again? I, I I'm just trying to. I was listening for the technical stuff. Yeah. What I want to hear this time is I'm listening for the emotion. It's there, but I was paying more attention to what like. Right. Intellectually. <clears throat> okay, I lost my key okay. though. Hold on. 
It's, it's in the key of F okay. sharp. Whatever you need to do, man. Okay. What do, you, what do you guys honestly be honest with me? Right there. I mean, I think I, I think Joe. I think Joe sums it up. Fuck. <laughs> um, I took some notes. Um, I'll let you read them. It's not not crap. <laughs> Letterman. There you go. Oh, oh my gosh, you guys do so much Letterman. You're right. Just, just, just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So so Adam, let's get yeah. let's get personal. Let's get. Let's take our let's okay. take our shirts off. Let's do it. Um, Adam, Adam, you left town. You you fucking yeah. left us. You left us here. You left us here to our own <laughs> devices. Love, love, God damn and look it. what happened. Yeah, look what up. happened. What? Every like every white person that's cisgendered, we created a podcast, mm-hmm. and this oh. is because you left. Well, we had the podcast before you left. About a year before. Left. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, you, you still left. Show. Maybe you still you're left. sensing a change, a sea change. I, w- mm-hmm. I was. I was. I think that's the what irony, I left. Yeah, the irony is that I'm actually going to be in Rochester tomorrow for my niece's birthday. So. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny. So um, even if I was in Rochester, we'd still be doing it this way. So That's true. I guess we would. That is true. Um, yeah. Interesting. But you left because of a, because of love. You went down there yeah. And, yeah. And, it, yeah. and it didn't work out, Adam. But yes. um, now you're single. Jesus, you're, you're willing to mingle. But yeah. you're in Bethlehem. You're in Bethlehem, Bethlehem. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. I've been on a like date or one. I've been on a date or one in the past six uh, months. A date or one. It's <laughs> pretty good. Um, actually, the first song that I played was definitely about <laughs> the situation mm. that I was in. Um, the saddest thing is, and I will tell you in case it hasn't been explicit in any way that when I've spoken to you guys um since then or texted or whatever is that uh it was a story of alcoholism mm-hmm. um and the weirdest part is something was said to me like one night there's a lyric in this song tossing and turning fighting with me while i'm trying to sleep that's exactly what was happening Flatewood mac was blaring in the background as always till 3 a.m as she passed out sometimes she peed herself sad situation right Sad situation at the Urkel house. Um, but, you know, I'm the kind of person who's like, I'll be there for you. We can fix this. And as back as far as the summer of 2018, when I moved down, I was talking about this. You know, that's when I should have even seen red flags immediately. I didn't, you know, because you think, you know, I know we're the type of guys who are just like, we can deal with this. We can take care of this, you know, like maybe. And for me, I'm like, maybe I'm being sensitive about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm being, a, but then something was said one night back in August um, that made me storm out of that, like storm out of the house, sit in the car for a few minutes, and then I'm like, okay. And we had a talk. I said everything was on my mind, and not to mention that throughout these two years, there was even like a recording I took one night. It was all audio because I, you know, I didn't want to be like, what are you saying? What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Of how she was acting. Like one time we worked at this uh, sale that was at the mall she works at for her boss. And she was like, you weren't paying attention to me. I was like, I was talking to your friend because her and I were working at the same at the register together. You know, two different registers. And she's mm-hmm. like, you didn't give me any attention. I dress so hot. And she's like, you don't want me. You want her. And I was like, uh, no, I live with you. 
I'm here for you, right? Mm -hmm. I moved six hours away from the place I grew up with and all the people who I care about. Well, most of the people I care about. And Mostly you know, just because I right thought, here. This guy and this you guy, two. right here. The two of us yeah. right here. Yep. I regret that. <laughs> but it's like it's like that sacrifice means something, it's, right? It's fine. We'll never forgive you, but it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll just have you on our podcast for some yeah. reason. Yeah, we'll get over it when we die. You're about to like yeah. you're about to like um attack me, aren't you? Yeah. It's the attack interview. Uh well, but yeah. No, I, I'm just yeah. like, I, I didn't know all of this, and I'm sorry that you had to go through it. Uh, I feel better for having gone through it. Not that I wanted to, but... No, I mean, yeah. it, these things make us stronger, and in this case, inspired your music. <laughs> Once on um, least. <laughs> there you go. But I guess, like... All right, let, I, me, let me ask the question that we're all yeah, really, really thinking. Go ahead, Dan. You move down there for love. It doesn't right. work out. But to be honest with the listeners, I believe that you were not 100% happy with the place of employment where you were back home. Oh, like when you were working here, you were just like, eh, <laughs> I, I'm happy to have a job, but I would love to get out of this. And so you moved, yeah. Yeah. You moved not just for love, but you moved for a career reason as well, right? To use well, your degree. No. Well, no, because no. the first no. thing I did was I was a temp at Sam Adams for about two or three weeks. Mm. And then I got a job, which is a little more money. Um, and it wasn't the B shift and it was printing junk mail. And then when I was working there, oh, this, this is a good story. This is a good, I, I got, okay. I got stories tonight. Let's go into it. Tonight. So, um, a lot of stories of dropping things like they're hot, you know, like a bad habit. So I was working there and, um, you know, they didn't have scheduled breaks. You just kind of blah, blah, blah. So I had this interview with where I work now, Versalift, Versalift mm -hmm. East. It's a bucket truck company, but there's also a lot of race car drivers and they needed somebody to be the assistant uh, graphic designer. And that other guy, he, the other graphic designer would fall asleep at his desk and never get his work done. And after two months, they were like, I think we're going to promote you. And then they laid him off because they needed to do layoffs during the pandemic. And he was obviously the one choice out of the two-person department, and he's gone. And right. uh, the thing is, a lot of people were invited back. He wasn't invited back because he was one of those One of those bad. situations where all you have to do is just not be that guy. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so where were we? So uh, when they told me that, like, they're like, yeah, we want to hire you. When can you get and take your drug test and all that stuff? I was like, oh, awesome. And the next day I was so ticked off at the mail printing job without breaks. And we had a boss mm -hmm. who would throw people under the bus for mistakes he made, myself included. Um, my thought was I did not move six hours away so I could deal with this. So anyways. That's how you got the job. Sandwich. That's how you got it. That's how, that's Thank <laughs> you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Joe also gave me some sympathy after the uh, situation with the glug glug. But I think that. <laughs> Glug, glug, glug. Yeah. Anyways, thank you, Joe. And thank yeah. you for the promotion. Always appreciate it. Um, so Joe goes anyways. that extra mile. Joe goes that extra mile. You know, he digs yeah. great. I didn't even see him around. I just. He'll do everything you need him to. You know, was it a fake mustache? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, can't hide, uh, can't hide yeah. those biceps, though. There's their no, sweater arms no. are never big enough. No. Anyways, no, just so, like a big hoodie or like a poncho, maybe right. he was wearing. So you drop um, kick, you drop kick the junk mail printing job. Yes, but the, the way I did it was I literally went to the office and I was like, I was like, 
I had my ideas like, hey, I have to turn this in. And she was like, yeah, can you wait a second? Because the, the, the office behind me was filled, like the waiting room. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I can't work here anymore. She's like, hold on. She got me in with the HR person who, funny enough, a few months later, I saw her. She's like, I'm not working there either. And we high-fived. But anyways, <laughs> the wow. thing that I always find entertaining is the retrospect. Mm. That's why I love the story is that always. I was saying desperately, I can't work here anymore in front of a room of people who I realized were going to their orientation. Oh, my God. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> so they could hear you. They could definitely oh, hear yeah, you. Yeah, clearly. It's a small room. Like I can't work here anymore. I, can't I just can't do work this. anymore. <laughs> so anyways, yeah. Uh, and then I ended up at this place. Great. Yeah, Dude, great. they do they do great work. Um, you do great work. Um, thank you. Uh, so real quick, Adam designed both of our logos for Critical Mass. Now, those of you that are like old, old Critical Masturbators that have been with us for a while, um, Adam the month had, of August. That's right. Um, <laughs> Adam uh, designed our first logo, and I have it on a mug here, and I got to get it on the camera. Uh, Your mug's on a mug. So yeah, that that was our first um, our, our first one there that Adam designed, and what happened was Dan and I were looking at uh, getting merch someday, and every printer that I talked to said there was so much color in that that yeah. it's gonna just cost you so much money to get it on anything. So so I brainstormed with with Adam here. I said I want something simple, but something that defines us, and um, you know I want beards. And, yep. and and we were evolving as a show when we needed the the logo to evolve. You guys yeah. can't shave now, you know. That's now, true. We never, I, never I shaved trimmed out his glasses and his long hair. I trimmed my beard and I felt bad. I felt, <laughs> I yeah, I you should. Hope people right. Well, gotta get going. Get some extensions. Now, <laughs> he has also designed the logo. And and speaking of that, there is merch. If you go to our Facebook page, um, the top post pin there is our merch page. Um, so make sure that you're checking that out if you want Adam's cool bearded logo on your chest um, or on your chest. Um, <laughs> I mean, when we get the underwear, hopefully sometime soon. Tramp and of stamp. course, uh, check out all the other uh, you know merch for all the rest of the DFAT family, um, of course. Um, but yeah, Dan, do you have any final questions for Adam? And, and so we'll move on to our fuck you section. Um. Yeah, I, I I just wanted to ask Adam. Yeah, just a very serious, like kind of meaningful question. Um, who farted? I'm waiting for. Yeah, waiting for you can't afford it. <laughs> Honestly, man, listen, it's it's something I don't really like to talk about. Yeah, it just reaches into a very personal space. Like yeah. if you were a doctor or a therapist, if it, if we didn't like if we weren't like friends right. all right i farted okay it was me. oh fuck i smell all the way over here listen adam are you gonna move back here or what yeah yeah uh eventually oh, wow. um, my lease is up in october i mean i miss the hell out of my family that's the thing it's like yeah you don't even realize it, especially my niece and nephew because you're mm-hmm. like i don't want to miss any more of that yeah right yeah so yeah well, hey, Great. Man. Well, that's a it's a it's an exclusive right here on Critical Mass. Adam is oh, moving back to it. Yeah. 
Great. And, you know, man, I'm glad that you're feeling good, that you are on the other side of that. And, mm-hmm. you know, it makes you stronger. It makes you better. And like you said, it's always better in retrospect. Always. Um, right. So, you know. What, I have an idea. Why don't we have Adam play a song that yes. really that really matches the mood right now? And then once that song's over, we'll go into our fuck you section. Okay. I like that. I like that. Who knows where to start it? Just want to know who thought it. Okay, that's it. <laughs> there you go. It's a companion piece to your earlier one. Oh, I love uh, it. No, okay. I got, I had another one more song, I guess, then. And uh, if you want one, to find Adam, yeah. oh, check shoot. out the below. You really, here's one you really got to check out. Oh, wait, wait, Adam. That one yes. that we're seeing on the bottom of the screen, is that where they're going to find your new album? Uh, they'll find stuff from it. Look, I'm like, I got my notes. Maybe it's one of the ones that I threw around. Oh man, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta see where they can get your album. Can yeah. you get it on iTunes? Can I text it to Rocco and then you can put it up there, Rocco? Shoot, yeah, yeah. text me and I'll put it up okay. on here. Uh, because it's a lot easier than writing that shit on the screen. Thank you. Uh huh. Uh, what were you saying, Dan? That 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 shouldn't it be on iTunes? Um, or you on iTunes. Uh, I just never figured out iTunes. I, and I, I know of a band freer. called Ace Merrill, and yeah, uh, oh, I they're believe, awful. I believe their music is or was on iTunes. If only the, worst the band, band ever, if only some of the band members were still alive to help us uh, clarify this issue. I'm pretty sure everyone that was in Ace Merrill is dead now. <laughs> You know what um, it was? It was a boating accident, and it wasn't even on the water. It was at the boat show at the mall. <laughs> what happened to um? I thought they were walking on the tracks, and they got hit, and then Gordy Lachance. I get it. Yes, you're referencing the movie that the title movie. Uh, is from. That the band. What movie? Isn't it Stand by Stand Me? By me. Is- yeah. Yeah, so I just want to. I've just, never heard so, of that. What's that about? So Adam just <laughs> Adam just texted me a link and then immediately texted. That's not correct. Yeah. <laughs> Autocorrect. Autocorrect. So the the one I just sent you is correct. Fom. Fom. February album writing month. Fom. Fom. That's it. That's all you want me to write there. Fom.org slash farmer slash APDONN1982. Oh my god. Okay, it's simpler so- than the other one. God damn it. All right, while you're playing, he's going to type that up. Yeah, right, so this, yes, this last song, um, the songs you'll find on the link that Rog's about to post are actually like produced. They actually have more instruments than acoustic guitar mm-hmm. and voice. Uh, this last one, my friend Matt Zolkowski, he, uh, oh, should I have said his real name? Too late. Um, he was just like, hey, man, I want to sing in your album. Like, Out of the Blue is my friend from college. He always had a good voice. And so, like, um, I'm like, I got the song for you. And so this was like the second, third to last song. So I'm like, perfect. Let's, that's it. So I'm like, dude, let's just, okay. I'll send you the files. And he has one of these mics too. Turned out real good. And I like it because I got a reference to my parents in it. And I've been meaning to do that for a while, but just never had a, like the right kind of song. Mm-hmm. Anyways, whatever. I'll start playing it. Sunday at the cafe, 
learning the things you thought you knew. Shaking on Wednesday, in the thick of everything that's too cocky by Thursday. No reason left to get the blues. No reason left to get them. You've got the story to help you get on by. Dismiss your worries. Living in your alibi. Living in your alibi. Mama and Papa play cards with when they were in school. Some decades later, they sail the same old lovesick fools. Not thinking too hard, but just in the instinct in their gut. Still cracking wise to get them to everyone. Got the story to help you get on by. Dismiss your worries. Living in your alibi. Living in your alibi. You've got the story. To help you get on by, dismiss your worries, living in your alibi, living in your alibi. Need more context on your favorite movie? Is Obama. Obama. As okay. Senator Obama. Ever wonder why they did or didn't do that thing or include that scene? This is prime. Like, this is, Perfect this is quality entertainment. Check out Gutsy Media Podcast as my friends and I take a deep dive into everything from blockbusters to indie films. The weakest apple cider bitch beers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. That's Gutsy Media Podcast for everything movies. Which brings me to everybody's favorite part of our show. Fuck you. Um, Where we take a moment, we take a breath, and we yell fuck you at something that we hate, whether it's a person, a place, a thing, a cabbage, or a king. The words we like to speak about are nouns. Now, um, (laughs) um, who wants to go first? I'm still thinking about mine because I literally have so many. No clue at this moment. Right, right, right. I'm going to, I'll just say that I'm totally going to throw out the idea of what we talked about earlier. The first thing that came up, because that's an obvious fuck you to, you know. Yeah. If you want racist. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways. Um, let me, I'll just get mine off my chest real quick. Yeah. Um, delivering mail and, um, <laughs> I'm sure this happens in a lot of communities where there's just like this rogue um, person who delivers like little rolled up um, could be menus. In this case, they were like basically advertisement books for different businesses in the area. Um, just kind of rolled up and stuffed in your, you know, the handle of your, of your screen door or something like that. Um, it's illegal. It is literally against federal law for that person to put that flyer if you will inside a mailbox on a mailbox stuffed between mailboxes etc shouldn't be on or near the mailbox can it be under the mailbox 
mm, can't be touching it in any way. Um, so this person on my route today had put lots of them inside <laughs> the mailboxes, like in without postage. And um, what that is doing is it's well, it's it's fucking over the mailman for one, and and it makes it more difficult when I'm trying to put mail into a box and there's already a fucking flyer in there. It like it blocks the shot essentially, and and mail goes everywhere. There's a lot of people that have door slots, and there's this fucking thing jammed inside of it, and now I can't get the mail in there because there's a goddamn flyer in there. So I have to stop what I'm doing and pull it out. Eagle Eye, <laughs> she said. Eagle Eye Advertising is uh, apparently responsible for this, and. You know, in my humble opinion, I think that they they ought to be um, put out of business and they should be forced to do prison labor for the rest of their life. <laughs> I think that I think that that's fair. Deliver mail. Yes, and even Places more. Where flyers are already shoved into things. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. That Thank that's good. You. So I've yeah. got I've got a story. I've actually got two stories, um, and they both happened at Lowe's. Okay, in Greece. Okay, the, the first one is it's just a simple fuck you to this little old lady holding up the line, mm. and I got to hear the entire conversation. And this poor young man was at the register <laughs> trying to help her, and she's got a big, big one of those like carts that you put a whole bunch of wood on, right? Yeah. Like at Lowe's, but it's it's like it's like well, above her head. And all she's got on it is a single broken open bag of topsoil. <laughs> and the young man says, it's $1.98. And she responds with, it's broken open how much I get off. Wow. <laughs> and, and I'm behind her going, I'm going to be here for a while. Yep. <laughs> like, I oh, just yeah. I just accepted that yep this is where I'm going to be I'm going to be in this line behind this woman for a while and he's like you know he's a young kid probably late high school early college mm -hmm. and he's just like excuse me like he leans in like excuse me and she's like how much I get off how much off it's broken broken <laughs> and she's like doing this with her hands and stuff and the kid's like I don't, I, I'm, it's a dollar 98. It's a dollar 98. Now I knew this cause I had like six or seven of those bags on my cart. Yeah. And he, but he kept repeating it's a dollar and he had to call a manager down. Yeah. The manager, <laughs> like the, the line is piling up and the lady and they had to like pull the lady to the side and like explain to her, like, we're not giving you any money off. So yeah. just like, fuck you lady. Like I like, shouldn't you be in a hurry at your age? Like there's not much time left. So you should really be flying through these steps to get home to plant your herb garden or whatever the hell it is that you're trying to do, but you're in my way. But shouldn't and the management she's just trying to make it rain, but she's too she's gonna be two dollars short if she pays. Yeah. Right? Management is just at that point, she's like, you know what, lady? Here, here's ten cents <laughs> off. All right. <laughs> or just take it, just leave. It's two dollars, yeah. just go. go. Right. Um, but my the second part of this is the fuck you two lows directly. Mm. Um, a, last weekend I was tasked with that list. You know that list you get from the lady, and it says come home with these things. And you know that if you don't come home with these things, there's always a problem, right? right. It's always got to be. Then you're never good enough. 
you're never good enough. Right. And I'm already fighting that as it is. Yeah. So I get to, so she wanted these, flower <clears throat> pots, these right. These specific flower pots. Mm-hmm. So I, I locate them at Lowe's and they are not only on a taller shelf, but they are pushed all the way to the back of that shelf. So they're so on I, like something like a four or five foot shelf. You're funny, but yes. So, <laughs> um, so I can't reach naturally. So I, I'm, yeah, I had no. to go all over the store till I found one person. I said, excuse me, there's no one to help me down in garden. Can you maybe page someone? And she said, sure. No problem, honey. I'll page someone. So she goes on the thing and does that. She goes, just go down there. Someone will meet you down there. So I go down there. I wait by the entrance to the home and garden. No one, no one, you know, what, no one comes down to help me. Yeah. So I'm like, God. So then I got to go and I got to go find someone else. And they said they'll, they'll page someone. Right. And no one shows up. Yeah. So finally I walk out of the home and garden. I walk down towards where like they have the lawnmowers and the weed whackers and stuff. And I see this young kid and I'm like, Hey man, uh, can you help me out? No. Whoa. Just like that. No. And I'm like, what? And he says, I have to help someone else right now with something else. So I just don't have time to help you. You could have said that in the first place. I was like, can you page someone? I can't. No, and just walked away from me. So I was wow. like, "Wow, dude, wow." Yeah. So that's when I just walked up to customer service, and I'm like, "I need, I need to talk to a manager." Did they say and, I am the manager? So, so they were. <laughs> I want to just. I want to toss this one up here. This is the funniest one. I knew that was gonna. Okay, I was thinking that, but good job, good job, Brian. Yeah, that was, that's 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 great because that's we were all thinking it. We were all thinking again, it. <laughs> we were we didn't want to hurt your feelings. No. So you yeah. already cra- you already popped the short joke cherry though, Dan. So, so. I did, I did, but and I've also called him a, a a bridge troll. So the gnome thing isn't far off. So honestly. The the manager actually helped. She was really nice. She said that it was ridiculous, blah, 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 so on and so forth. Honestly, like I I work. I go to I go to my job. I go to my job to earn money. I choose to take that money to your business. Do better. But it's also lows. So my them losing my money. Like they don't give a shit. That's a crazy thing. It's like they don't care. They they realize that they can really slack off with the customer service because oh, yeah. in this in this day and age, like if you need something in hand, you're gonna put up with the bullshit because you need it in hand. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if you if you don't care, then you're online buying this stuff. But if you're the kind of person that says no, I need to go to Lowe's to get this thing, then that's your only option, isn't it? More more like. More like blows. Oh. Well, there's a, they, oh, wait. Is he a blow. living member of Ace Merrill? Yes, he is a living mar- member of Ace Merrill. Yes. Yeah, yeah, oh, dude. Fuck blows, dude. Fuck. God, lack of customer service is just unreal. Unreal, unreal. So, is that everybody then, Adam? We, you were. Oh, right? okay. Um, go ahead. Yeah, no, I didn't do a fuck you. Okay. Oh, All right. Oh. So on the weekends, um, I was getting bored, so I took up a, a second job. I uh, tra- I pass out food at the hospital. I give it to the people on the floors. I'm like, here's your tray of what you may love or may hate. Mm-hmm. Um, what I want to say is fuck you to the people who tell me everything's wrong and late. Um, have you ever heard uh-huh. don't shoot the messenger? 
You ever heard yeah, that? Wow, that sucks, dude. Yeah. So I get the brunt of all of it. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You know what? If you call down there right now, they'll make you something to get up here before I can, you know, finish my deliveries and go down and tell them. Like, yeah. okay. And sometimes they don't like that. But, you know, they think I'm a peon. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I, I kind of love the fact that I have a full-time job the rest of the week and I'm supervisor of my own department. They don't know it. So I can be like, <laughs> uh, I'm better than you think. Secret evil laugh. Secret uh, evil laugh. Mm-hmm, the back that. But a real quick other fuck you, but this one's very powerful. Um, so hey, buddy. The cat so, is on the podcast. <laughs> it's done. Okay. Um, listen, uh, I've been I've been doing this job where um also just to make a little more money, where I put these flyers in around mailboxes and mail slots, and the fucking US <laughs> is giving me guff like a mad man. Yeah, dude. That they suck. And this is something, oh, by fuck, the way. Fuck that. Yeah. Walk. I've always. Walk right. Brick and mortar is dying. Yet, yet Lowe's and Home Depot act like they're not. They act like they're the shit. Like they don't have any business to lose. Because you they have walk a good in there, you can preference. literally scream for somebody. Lowe's. I'm going to Home Depot. Somebody fucking help me. I talked about this before on a fuck you on 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 this podcast. I wanted to buy a ceiling fan. And just imagine you running in there naked and screaming. I don't know if you've been, somebody fucking help me. I don't know if you've been to the ceiling fan section at our at our Home Depot, but it's basically like the House of Guitars are just shit everywhere, piles yes. and piles of boxes. And 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 I asked somebody like, "Do you have this fan? I want this particular fan that I'm seeing on your website." And they're like, "I don't know if it, if it's not here, we don't have any in the back. That's it." I'm like, "That's your fucking answer? Look it up, you dipshit. You're the one with the inventory, aren't you?" You have the orange vest on, so yes. obviously. Could you check in the back? Yeah, the like, <laughs> yeah. I'm check sure people get sick of that working there, though. Can you check in the back? I don't give a shit what they get sick of. You chose the job. <laughs> you don't like the job? Don't work somewhere else. I'm sorry, retail sucks. That's just the way it is. Orange lives care. matter. Yeah, orange lives matter. Exactly. God damn. Oh it. god. Orange, orange lives and their feelings matter. And, and, line. and we. <laughs> what is ah, this is good <laughs> didn't, you, didn't you just build one yeah. joe was well, instrumental in that, good. In that good. construction well listen uh, coming full circle there i think this is a good place uh to end tonight i am so happy to be here with you adam thank you awesome. so much yeah you're welcome um Honestly, man, we miss you. Um, we we can't tell you how grateful we are. You will forever be a part of the show. Just for giving us both of our logos, man. And just like, just thank you. Thank you for that. I, I can't tell you how grateful I am. Well, you guys were the and- first people to give me a logo to do. And not to mention, I should mention, Dad actually opened up the door for me doing a bunch of this kind of stuff. Ben, I made that map of the Y. That's uh-huh. true. Uh-huh. That's so credit for you and Aaron for it. Back, back in the day, we had Adam uh, draw up our, our our Camp North Point logo. Well, not logo, uh, uh, map. map of the camp. Mm-hmm. I think even uh, Rocco's brother makes a little uh, cameo on that. <laughs> yeah. Characters yeah. based on people. Your wife That's makes awesome. a cameo on that too, Dan. I think, uh, God, we should find that image. Do you still have it? It's probably on my Facebook somewhere. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, thank well, you, Adam. We you're welcome. It. Hey, thanks, guys. 
And thanks for playing music. I love, I loved everything you played tonight. Um, if you loved what you heard, make sure you're looking up Adam's music and make sure that you are promoting him and sharing and liking and loving. Want people um, to hear it. If you enjoyed the show tonight, please make sure share, like, love, tell your friends, um, promote us. If you um, own a, a small business and you're looking for advertising, we will give you the best rates around um, and you can um, have your commercial featured on this fantabulous show. What and if Eagle Eye sponsors you? <laughs> what are you going to do? Then I fucking quit. Do that. Oh God. <laughs> um, so with that being said, again, um, thank you, Adam. Thank, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Come back anytime. Um, thank you to our friends over at the uh what is it, the Genesee Beard Company, always making your beard feel good. Um, make sure you're checking out DFAT Entertainment for Towel Light Talk for Insensitive Culture Podcast. Yeah. For is it uh, podcast? Oh yeah. Um, I gotta listen to that shit. Oh, they're super funny. Um, yeah. for freaking uh the news, what is it? I didn't even know how to say Scatterday. It's about Scatter it's all about it's all about yeah. ska. It's a brand new one. Adam, Adam Yo. might like that one. It's a Scatterday Nights. It's what's what's called Scatterday Nights. It's about ska music. Um, there's I a lot like on our music. there's a lot on our on our um our whole network here, but. Uh, two things I wanted to mention: the Insensitive Culture podcast, which I do plan on being a guest for. Uh, Rocco, you've been on there several times, so if you're a yes. fan of Rocco and you don't absolutely hate his guts, check out that podcast. Also, um, you've been a you've been Checking a guest out. on Gutsy Media, as have I, and the episodes have yet to come out, but they will soon. Yes. and I just got to say, I had a great time. And Gutsy's a fun time. Gutsy's a fun time. Good show, and if you're really into movies, um, it's a really it's like a behind the scenes, like look at the movie and all all that went into it. And um, so you know, give it a shot, give it a listen, give it a love. Exactly, and there's a whole bunch of other great podcasts: Campfire Chats, Bull and Moose. Um, just make sure that you're going to Defat Entertainment and you're looking it up and you're and you're buying merch because you otherwise should. otherwise you're a terrorist and you're, you're dead to us doing these things including leaving five-star reviews then you're just a fucking piece of shit and you're dead to us and right. you're dead to us yeah so thanks everyone hey adam play us out w2f <laughs> close the gate lock the gate boomer lives <laughs> there you go <laughs> Bye, everyone. Party on, Wayne. <laughs> they come from butts.